Hi, I'm Father Daniel Duplantis, a Catholic priest, martial artist, and host of the Karate Priest Podcast. Have you ever wondered what the Church teaches about different topics? Are you a martial arts enthusiast or just someone who wants to learn more about martial arts? I'd like to invite you to join me and many guests on my podcast as we cover topics of faith, everyday living, and martial arts on the Karate Priest Podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to season three of A Catholic's Perspective, the podcast about being a young Catholic surviving in a secular world. Today I have with me a good friend from Instagram, Keith from, um, gra- uh, is it Grassroots Catholic? You know, I, I don't even know anymore. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's 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 just Grassroots Catholic, but I'm not going to be upset if someone adds an S to it. <laughs> what, you add an S to Catholics? How dare you? Uh, yeah, you get discriminated for that, you know. <laughs> I do. Totally. Yeah. No, I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on. Um, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself, how you got involved in this and um, what you do on Instagram? Yeah. Uh, so on Instagram, like the, the goal with Instagram is to help millennials. So I'm I'm like a geriatric millennial. So I'm kind of on the uh, older end of the millennial stage, uh, but to help them, us rediscover Catholic tradition. Um, it's just so much rich tradition, obviously, that, that, you know, growing up, and this is from my experience, and I know a lot of other millennials have went through this, where it's just, your parents did as best as they could. Um, and then, you know, sending either to Catholic school and then getting that catechism wasn't as great. So, you know, not necessarily leaving the faith, but then coming back when we're, you know, getting married and then having families, you know, like, obviously, we have to baptize our children. And so then all these questions like, well, I don't agree with this back then is this and then it's just kind of a rabbit hole. And so my, my whole thing is just to like help spread, like all of the rich traditions that were lost, like, this is our heritage, this is our birthright to know all of the things that we believe in as Catholics, and it's gotten muddled over over the course of the last 60 years. So that's in a nutshell, just me sharing, like, I guess, uh, funny reels, funny videos, uh, just to keep things not so stern and serious, which obviously there are items that we have to be serious and stern about, but you know, you know they're really funny yeah. too. I love watching your reels, especially the one about, um, the spirit of Vatican II. Oh my gosh. That was so <laughs> funny. I was, so, I was laughing. I sent it to all my friends. I was like, look at this. <laughs> it was so funny. I know you also, you run a YouTube account, don't you as well? Yeah. You know it. So and that's kind of how I started this whole thing. Well, I mean, let's take a step back forward. So I, I'm, I'm an actor, um, and it wasn't until the COVID situation stuff happened that obviously the like all gigs just stopped, auditions stopped, and then once things started picking back up, they were asking for just to audition to be vaccinated. Ew. And so I'm like, like I, I'm not gonna just like this is a side hustle really so i'm not going to like get vaccinated just to to audition and maybe get a call back if that so i just decided well i'll do something creative i have to have some creative outlet otherwise i'm going to go crazy i'm going to drive my wife insane so uh it started youtube and then i'm like well this reels thing on instagram is interesting so that's kind of how it went went down so I know because the Instagram reels are still pretty new. I know they're trying to become more like TikTok almost um, in a sense. And so I just find it so funny that 
people had an outrage when Instagram started leaning more towards TikTok with the scrolling and everyone was like, no, we just want to see pictures of our friends. It was so funny. (laughs) But I think the reels really opened up a whole other level for us Catholic creators, um, mainly because we can show people like we're not uptight, like we know how to have fun and lay back, you know, Um, and, you know, you have so many funny videos. So I definitely suggest everybody go check out his reels. I think they're really fun. Um, But yeah, what about you? Like, what are you, what are you into and what was your life like? And how did, are, were you always Catholic? Did you come back into it? Yeah, so I, I was born, I'm a cradle Catholic, right? Um, had fantastic foundation by my parents. I honestly don't think I would be where I would be today if it wasn't for their just basic fundamentals of, of the Catholic faith. Um, but, and it's funny, because I went to Catholic school from grades one through eight, from ninth, 12th grade. And I still just wasn't really not knowledgeable about my faith. And so when I went to college, that's when things got uh, a little crazy. I went to ASU. Um, so that's all I need really need to say about that. But that's when I got into more of the theater um, element. And um, so the thing, the funny thing is like, I still went to mass. Like that's one thing I remember like that was ingrained in my head was that you'd never miss your Sunday obligation. And so I wasn't really living a lifestyle that should have been living as a Catholic, but I was still going to mass, which looking back wasn't, I mean, it was good, but then it wasn't good because I didn't really understand you're not Mm. supposed to receive Holy communion if you're under mortal sin. So yeah, that was a rude awakening. But, um, after that, I I moved to Chicago, which I understand is, is kind of like where your home grounds are at. Uh, I live in Chicago and I'm so upset that I, I didn't, wasn't even aware of St. John Cantius. Is it Cantius or Cantius? Yeah, it's Cantus. Yeah. Yeah. So I was super bummed to know about that. I missed out. I lived in Pilsen. Do you know where Pilsen is? Not a clue. Okay. <laughs> is that how far away is that from Cantus? So I think what is that kind of the northern northeast side of Chicago, right? It's like up north, or is it south? Oh, I think it's it's in the north side. Okay. Yeah. It's in the north side. The it's south. not in the south side. Okay. Otherwise, we would yeah. all get shot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, funny enough, you mentioned that, not that I got shot at, but I, Pilsen is in the South side. Um, Ooh. but it's such, has such a rich heritage. Like it's, uh, originally a lot of the Polish and, and Germans lived there. Mm. And so all of like, there's a church there, beautiful architecture. It's the only church I think in the world that wasn't, or was built without using a single nail, uh, what? St. St. Paul's, I believe. Yeah. Wow. St. Paul's and Pilsen. That's insane. So, yeah. So, like, I was homesick because I, well, I was studying, I went to Chicago mainly to study at Second City, um, but I was homesick. Um, And so I would walk to this parish, and that's kind of where I started, like, questioning things like, okay, I'm homesick. This is the one thing that brings me a little bit more comfort uh, from home. Why, you know, what, and so I just, like, go down a rabbit hole. Um, and then I came back home and that's when things started to change, started to question everything about my life. Um, so yeah, it was, it was, yeah, you know, exactly. So that's pretty much it. Um, you know, I am now married, happily married with a two-year-old daughter. So, uh, awesome. having her, yeah, having her like see, cause we, we now go to, um, uh, Institute of Christ the King for, for mass. That's her parish now, the traditional Latin mass. Didn't they so get shut seen- down though? Uh, in Chicago, they yeah, for whatever reason, I don't know what happened in Chicago. You guys go to Hammond, Indiana for it then? 
No. So I'm, so let me take a step back. I'm not okay. in Chicago anymore. Uh, we're actually in Arizona. Mm, so okay, makes there's, more sense. there is, so there's a, you know, Institute parish. Um, and that's where we go to. And like my, my two year old knows, like starts like praying the, the paternoster, like just randomly during mass. I'm like, huh, this is cute. You got to stop. <laughs> but just, just like crazy things that, um, just trying to help build the, uh, you know, the uh, domestic church so that it gets better in the world. It's really important too. I mean, when you're surrounded by beauty, like kids Mm. really pick up on that because a lot of us, when we're surrounded by something, we start to act like it, you know? What, you don't think cafeteria is uh, is beautiful? Having (laughs) mass in a cafeteria? Every single time. I like the stains. Every time I walk into this one church, it sounds like a school cafeteria because everybody's just, talking uh, so loud in in the um yeah it's just i'm like go into the narthex but most churches don't have those anymore so i'm like true. go into the cry room where adults belong <laughs> and but, the funny thing is most of the people ahead. do are adults that are going into the cry rooms for whatever reason so I don't funny know. and i'm just like you know what if the church ain't crying it's dying get rid of cry rooms 2023 challenge <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if that happens <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag get rid of pry room. That's but right. Speaking of heritage, today yeah. we're discussing basically like the Catholic roots of Halloween um, and, and those types of things. I know you put out a couple mm. of Halloween videos and things like that. Mm. And so I'm really excited to get into this topic. I've talked yeah. about it a little bit on my YouTube channel in previous years, but I thought I'm like, you know what? We're a few days away from Halloween when this episode gets released. So why not do an episode on Halloween? Um, I also have a cat rubbing up against my legs. Hello, Molly. Um, so I guess let's just like get into it. What was your own experience with Halloween growing up? Did your parents celebrate it, not celebrate it? What did you guys yeah. do? So kind of had the best of both worlds, I guess you could say. So I would dress up and go door to door trick-or-treating but then because i went to catholic school we celebrated all saints day so i dressed up as saints or, or as a saint right so um like i said i got the best of both worlds so to speak uh but i honestly like i don't remember really knowing like oh there's three different days associated with like hallowtide like it, that just wasn't ever a thing that i learned and so it was just like halloween and all saints day i got you yeah i know what you mean we did something similar where yeah. Basically, when I was younger, younger, my mom used to make us costumes. So I was Our Lady oh, wow. one year, and my sister was our oh. uh, or Saint Rose of Lima, um, who ended oh, up being cool. my confirmation saint, actually. Uh, nice. And so we would do that while our friends like dressed up as like Disney characters and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Eventually, when I was like twelve, she broke and she got me an Ahsoka costume because I was like, I want to be Ahsoka <laughs> from Star Wars. <laughs> it was um, it's not my brightest moment, but we definitely did a lot of the same things, like. I definitely knew the three days, like I knew it was um, All Hallows Eve, and then I knew mm-hmm. there was All Saints Day and All Souls Day. I actually mm-hmm. switched those, switched those two, right? Um, but it was one of those things where like, I really looked forward to it because A, mm-hmm. it was my most favorite holiday, but there's so many Catholics today that just think it's automatically automatically demonic. And I'm just like, that's what the devil wants you to think. Like that's literally what he yeah. wants you to think because it's not unless you make it, <laughs> you know? Yeah. No day can specifically be demonic unless you make it demonic. Um, right. And so I guess like, I guess the first question we can get into is like, how is Halloween Catholic? In the name, right off the bat. So the name Halloween is Catholic. So if we break it down, hallow means to, to make one holy. 
Mm-hmm. In is, well, it derives from shortening the word evening. So it's E, so like E apostrophe E-N, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, those who are, you know, God's holy ones or made God's holy one are his hallowed ones. So also known as saints. Right. So that becomes like the, um, uh, the eve of all hallows or the eve of all saints. So that's like in the, in the, 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 the breaking of down the word, it, it's all Catholic. Right. So right there, it's, it's, you know, before you dive into any of it, it's just, it's a Catholic word and it's a God holiday. Americans holiday. Americanizing everything, making it Halloween instead of all Hallows Eve. Ruined it. Yeah. <laughs> totally ruined it. We ruined a lot of things. Um, right. So, I mean, it depends on how deep you want to go because the, it's funny, like the history of Halloween was obviously never taught in school, Mm-mm. nor I don't remember it being taught in, in, in my Catholic school or catechism, like, and really does it need to be because you have the, the hollow tide. Right. But it's I mean, interesting. Unless yeah. like you go back to Salem and they're just like, oh, witches and things like that. And that's the right. Halloween kind of yeah. history you get. You get the pagan history. You don't get exactly. the Catholic church trying to make it, you know, into a Catholic history mm-hmm. you know you always get the yeah. pagan side of things and people are like oh it's demonic it's pagan it's this and that and i'm like no not originally no and it's you know catholics we take what's unholy and then we sanctify it so yeah the druids and the, the celtics were doing the weird thing the weird mm-hmm. pagan stuff and we're like mm, how about we do this instead because this is better for you yeah. So, you know, there's still elements of like the pagan stuff, like, uh, cause it's all based on their harvesting and their harvest period. So like you have the carving of the pumpkins, like that's right. obviously not Catholic, but all the spooky stuff that's Catholic. It is. Yeah. I mean, have you seen Poland, like on all souls day, like the graveyards are no. just lit up with these beautiful soul candles. They're like no red and orange and all the, all the graveyards are covered in it because they take all wow. souls day. So like um seriously whereas here i'm like when was the last time anyone visited their dead grandparents or you know prayed for their dead grandparents yeah you know yeah and americanization just like kind of ruined a lot of things i mean especially Mm. even now in 2022 you know there's been so much um satanic things that have been happening in the world and it's not hidden anymore it's it's actually blatantly out there and so people think Halloween is automatically satanic. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, but why? Like, you only think that way because the world makes you think that, you know? But if you were to actually go deeper down into history and, mm-hmm. and try to uncover like, oh, what are the bare bones and where did it come from? Mm-hmm. And I think it, what, it started the Catholic tradition of all hollow ties started in the seventh century, if I'm correct. That I'm sounds about sure. right. Yeah. yeah. That sounds about right. And um, um, yeah. all Hallows Eve, it's just one of those things that I'm like, you know, obviously as Catholics, we don't believe that Satan has more power than God or anything like that. But I personally love spooky stuff, you know? Yeah. I, I don't know who doesn't, but maybe a baby, but <laughs> yeah, I guess. So. <laughs> but I just, I've always wondered, like, why do people think Halloween is satanic besides the world telling them? Is it because of the spooky decorations out? Is it because they're taught in school about witches and things like why? I think it ultimately comes from anti-Catholic rhetorism. Mm. Uh, so you have Jack Chick. I don't know if you're familiar with Jack Chick. No. 
So it's funny because you Google him and he's, he's like an American cartoonist. And it's like, eh, okay, he was not just an American cartoonist. He was kind of a, an awful person, anti-Catholic, because he Oof. would make these cartoons. I can't remember if he's, uh, I don't think he's Baptist or evangelical. I can't remember. He's, he's very anti-Catholic. And so he'd create these, these cartoons, these stories. And a lot of them had to do with, you know, against the Catholic beliefs uh, about the Eucharist. And then he'd also make some about Halloween. Because obviously Halloween is a Catholic, ho- you know, holiday. Right. That, yeah. You know, about you know, uh, you know, the saints believing in the saints, and then believing in you know the souls and All Souls Day. You know, pr- you know, praying for them. And so, he then implemented stories about you know, oh, they're satanic. Catholics are satanic, which is crazy, but uh, they're satanic. And so, you know, there's all these witches and all these satanic rituals. And so, a lot of these things that he drew. I don't know how, like, how, even some Catholics believe this to this day. There's just like all this, like, oh, it's the, you know, Sam Hines' birthday, or, you know, it's like, no, not that. That's just something that some dude who makes doodles made up. Right. Well, um, also, a lot of people will be like, oh, pumpkin carving isn't Catholic and things like that. I'm like, okay, true. It didn't originate from Catholicism. Yeah. But here's the thing we do still have a Christmas tree, too, don't we? People don't right. know the pagan or- origins of the Christmas tree, and yet we still no. have that. That's right. Jesus goes 100%. under the Christmas tree. <laughs> we just classify everything, okay? And then you know you can even make carve icons into pumpkins. So once again, I literally you know, did that sanctified. last year. I well, I painted it. I I'm not oh, a good yeah. carver because I have weak wrists, so I'm like stabbing yeah. the, the pumpkin. But you know what? It works. And I you just know, find it. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just about to say, painting is probably a little bit better to do on the pumpkin because like you said, it's just carving. It just, you have those templates and you try like, oh, this is going to be awesome. And then nobody can tell what you carved. (laughs) No, it's so true. And I guess just like basically um, in the United States, I don't know if you're familiar with like the Puritans, the the people there, they completely like banned Halloween um, Mm. without hesitation at all, which I'm like, all right, like, well, it's the Puritans, right? (laughs) But like, I'm just saying that we can really keep the tradition of All Souls Day, All Hallows Eve, uh, Hollow Tide in general alive, Mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, back in the day, you know, back in Germany and stuff like that, people used to make, you know, little cakes on Halloween and give it out to kids and kids would go house to house begging for these sweets, you know, and that's just where we get trick or treating from. Um, Right. Do I want to go up to a stranger's house, knock on their door and say trick or treat 10,000 times? I will for candy. (laughs) Do I want to wear a giraffe costume? Yes. All day, every day. No question asked. But I think it's interesting because, you know, obviously we're not superstitious as Catholics. Um, I always love that quote from the office, the office, a little stitious. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. I just find that so funny. But um, the Catechism of the Catholic Church specifically says that, like, obviously, we are not superstitious. Um, But the thing is, is people are kind of superstitious about Halloween. And I'm like, I don't know where that stems from, really. I mean, it could be all the ghosts and the goblins, and they think that the, the veil of souls is thinner on that day and, you know, and things. But superstition i mean it's literally condemned in the bible as well if i'm correct you know 
it's just interesting to see how one day can affect people so badly that they're just like, shut the shades, lock the doors, don't let anyone in. Like the devils are roaming free. And I'm like, God is bigger than all that. You know, yeah, come it's on. just interesting to me. Yeah, it it is interesting how. And I think it might come to just poor catechesis. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of a lot of cultural Catholics out there who, you know, maybe they go to mass every Sunday. Maybe they don't. Maybe and they I, don't. Yeah. And it's interesting because it's like people associate Halloween with like superstition, witchcraft and mm-hmm. all those things. And obviously we don't can condone that the cath- the catechism right. of the Catholic church actually says all practices of magic or sorcery by which one attempts to tame occult powers. So mm-hmm. as to place them at one service and have a supernatural power over others, even if it, even if this were for the sake of restoring their health is gravely contrary to the virtue of religion. Um, and that's 2117 from the catechism. And so I, I really think these days we need to celebrate Halloween even more catholic now than ever like we need to reclaim yeah. a lot of these secular holidays like easter and yes. christmas and um there's a cool. lot of people that are just willing to just hand it over to the world and be like all right that's it my job's done i'm not doing it <laughs> it's just so weird but i think it's important that we celebrate halloween and not forget about you know god and uh, god and the saints um so i guess how can we best celebrate Halloween as catholics do you think um I, I feel like yeah we, we should totally well we i feel like as catholics modern day catholics and then maybe i'm not trying to generalize a group of people here but we don't feast enough so i think the fact that we have three days three hollow tide days we should totally feast up meaning that we obviously celebrate the, the catholic um the catholic way but also implementing it into the secular version of halloween i sometimes joke about teaching my my two-year-old daughter to you know after receiving candy saying something about oh i'll pray for the souls of your loved ones um but that that probably would not i'd probably be banned from the neighborhood if uh, i did that but it'd be worth worth a shot uh (laughs) but yeah just like um you know a lot of the costumes for all saints day could also be implemented into halloween like having uh saint john the baptist having like your head off to the (laughs) side like on a plate like that's pretty scary spooky could be good for halloween starts conversations i don't know just some ideas no it's true and i also think like in general i think hosting all hollow tide parties is like Mm -hmm. so fun my best friend is actually oh cool yeah and i'm like am i gonna go as saint rose of lima or am i gonna go as like uh saint lucy with my eyes gouged out who knows that see that could be pretty creative you get really creative with that one see i love doing creative stuff so what are you guys going as this halloween this year um you know i'm trying to think um i know for halloween i said we're we're doing like the grinch like grinch theme with uh my my niece and and nephew so so fun yeah so still trying to think of what we could do, you know, obviously for, for All Saints Day. Um, now, I mean, just because last year there wasn't much of a Halloween per se. Now this year, obviously, there's, it's Halloween's back. Uh, right. So I don't know. It's still up in the air of kind of like what saintly figure um, to, to choose for her that she could be. So 
I love yeah. it. I mean, what yeah. would you say to people who are like on the fence about Halloween, especially Catholics, you know, like, what do we say to them to be like, no, it's okay to celebrate Halloween, but do it the Catholic way, you know? Yeah. yeah I mean, the, it's, you know, especially if they're families, like if you don't feel comfortable celebrating Halloween, well, just know you, you're not giving into like satanic stuff, but you, like no one's forcing you, like you have to go trick or treat and like, if you don't want to, don't, don't do it. Right. But like at least embrace the Catholic, Catholic version of, uh, you know, All Hallows Eve, you know, Saints Day, obviously, and then All Souls Day, so. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I always loved uh, Memento Mori, you know, Remember Your Death, or. Yeah, got my shirt. Oh, Memento, my there you shirt. go. You're wearing the, there you go. I have a Memento Mori rosary. Oh, and nice. I just, I love it because it's so true. Like our time here is temporary and there's so mm. many souls in purgatory that need our prayers and, you know, and it's just something where it's like, we focus so much on the here and now when in reality, um, there won't be a here and now for Mm-mm. forever. So it's just interesting to me. That's my favorite thing about Halloween is doing the memento more. Um, mm. I don't know. I don't want to say like photo shoots, but like remembrance. Yeah. You know, I go to the the graveyard and I pray the rosary. And I think there's also indulgences you can get on all souls. Yes. I'm fairly certain you're right on that. Yeah, I've heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's very interesting to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, there are so many things you can do with Halloween. You can have parties, you know, you mm-hmm. don't have to go trick-or-treating. Like you said, you could just have a party at your own house, yeah. you know. Um, yeah dressed up as a saint i don't know what i'm going as this year to my friend's birthday party like i said or birthday party halloween party but like i ahsoka i'm I'm just kidding honestly i might (laughs) i'll pull out my old costume that i can't even fit in anymore (laughs) but it's just interesting to me how especially on like twitter and youtube and everything um people just you know they'll get their pants in a knot because of you know i mentioned halloween and they're like halloween's not catholic and i'm like Mm. "Mm." You want to maybe rethink that you have do you know about halloween <laughs> and its origins right. um i always say that there's google's free you know but people <laughs> never seem to actually believe me and i'm just like you know what i don't know i feel like it's a really great time especially if you have kids to sit down with your kids and talk like you don't yeah. have to tell them scal- like scary stories but oh. you can tell them stories about like the saints and like maybe some oh yeah martyrs or something if they're old enough for that you know I just I love books like that um and as a kid Mm. my mom used to read us a lot of uh what is it the Brothers Grimm or whatever Mm. and so we were raised on like really old literature and um the snowdrop and stuff like that Mm -hmm. I don't know those types of uh audiobooks and stuff my sister and I love during Halloween that's awesome we were raised a little different and that's a good in a good in a good way too sounds like so yeah i mean if we were traumatized by it that'd be different but like i sometimes still listen to them because it's like nostalgic and i'm like yeah. oh yeah <laughs> but totally. it's a tradition that you have now for yourself or whenever you know yeah i think also mm-hmm. like a tradition we do every now and then at least i do it is like we only i think it's like on all hallows eve or whatever we turn mm-hmm. on all the lights and we only have candlelight oh wow that's awesome 
I mean, it, you know, That's accident really cool. prone me, you know, I don't <laughs> see things, but it's worth, <laughs> it's worth it for the aesthetic. Uh, One of my friends and I, we really want to do that trend. I don't know if you've seen the ghost trend on Instagram where your friends and you dress up in like ghost sheets with, and you put glasses on and you like just stand and do a photo shoot. I don't. Oh yeah. 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 I have seen that. Yeah. It's I funny. Think that'd be so funny to do. I'm like, technically it's not Catholic. So it'd probably just go on my private account, but I think that would be so funny when I get older. I'm like, look kids, look what mom did. Yeah. Right. <laughs> stood in a, stood in woods with a, with a sheet on her head <laughs> for absolutely no reason. Oh gosh. Yeah. There's just so many ways to celebrate Halloween in the Catholic way. And I, um, yeah. I don't know if you totally. remember, but Heather from a Catholic mom, Mm -hmm. mom's life yeah she's awesome she actually just put out a video about halloween and stuff and she Mm -hmm. was basically saying the same thing like you can cat like you can basically catholify any holiday yeah and that's what we did back in the seventh or eighth century what was it pope leo the third or something he took he saw what the pagans were doing Mm -hmm. and he was like yeah we're not gonna do that we're instead (laughs) we're gonna do this instead um and then we we stuck with that, but I guess a lot of people. I mean, with how much tradition we've lost in the last few years, it's been. I don't yeah. know. It's been weird. Most That's kids aren't sure. being most kids aren't being taught about the Holocaust anymore. They're not being taught about nine eleven. They're not. What? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? That's yeah. Insane. But they are taught about slavery. Still, oh, of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. What? <laughs> But like the kids, some of the kids that like, I'll ask some questions, you know, I, I babysit some girls and um, when I'm at the playground, mm-hmm. like some of these kids will just be talking to me and stuff. And I'm just like, so you know how like the country came to be founded or whatever. And these are like probably like sixth grade kids. And they're like, what? And I'm like, you know, it was founded on God and Liberty. And they're just like, you know, not everyone believes in God. So, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what? <laughs> Not that that's I want not to what even was in question or just say that's literally what they did. That's <laughs> not that I want to slap a sixth grader, but <laughs> very tempting when they're talking like that. That's mm. for sure. And I'm like, so what do you guys learn in thing? And they're just like, well, like being white isn't that great because we enslaved people. And I'm like, you I'm like, and I, I asked them, I'm like, did you yourself own a slave? And they're like, no. And I'm like, okay, okay, Dan. So you are not responsible for what your ancestors' actions were. Oh. It's just insane to me. I don't know. We're losing so much history these days, and it just breaks my heart because I'm like, these kids have no idea. Well, yeah. It's pushed me and my wife to just like, okay, we're going to homeschool. Because you can't control what teachers are doing. You can't control what other students may show to your child. And that goes with Catholic school, too, because I experienced that. Yeah. So it's like, what, how, how do you combat that? And I guess it, eventually it's like, well, this is my choice. Either send them to a Catholic school and mm-hmm. or either go into a co-op or, or just homeschool your own self. I don't know. It's so true. I mean, I was homeschooled and like, yeah. I was still bullied a lot in high school and stuff, hmm. but yeah, <laughs> you can't really avoid that. But um, yeah. there was definitely a difference because uh, I don't know the the public school kids I was around they just seemed not that they weren't mature for their age but mm-hmm. they 
it seemed like they already went through so much trauma at like mm. such a young age from like bullying and like oh. school and being around yeah. their same peers and not having a bunch of like options and age groups. And mm. um, it just was always interesting to me because I was, a re- I was raised around all age groups, you know, I was raised around mm. grandparents, adults, babies, toddlers, kids, mm-hmm. my age. I just viewed everyone as being like, Oh, they're all human. But mm. now it's weird because we're all segregated into different ages. So it's weird if a eight-year-old wants to hang out with like a 60-year-old who's their grandpa or something because yeah. they're just like, nah, grandpa's boring. Like, I don't know. That's weird to me. That is weird. And uh, yeah. not to mention, like, basically when you put your kid on school property, you're basically like giving them up to the government. Yeah. They're you're, just like, oh, great, they're over. ours now. Yeah. And it didn't, it didn't used to be like that. Like, it never used to be like that until mm-hmm. I don't even know when this whole thing, you know, the the light in the agenda into the students' heads there. But um, like, I don't remember any of that. Like, I didn't yeah. feel like I was brainwashed. Granted, a, you know, my theology is a little iffy because just I don't know the the teaching wasn't that great but it wasn't like I learned something completely different that was like incorrect misinformation right Eh, but now today it's like you can't even depend on that or having teachers that are going to be doing things correctly so it's actually ridiculous how many times um like I've seen like the like teachers like tweet things where they're just like Mm. I teach like this this and this in my school and I'm like you know what 20 even 10 years ago you would have been thrown in jail for those things like teaching sex ed to like two-year-olds like what or what Mm. is it second graders or something it's just ridiculous and I'm like you know what if you're gonna homeschool now's the time because it's not gonna get much better from this point on there's going to be eventually it's going to reach i feel like eventually it's going to reach its its height and then it's going to start coming back down people are going to come back to their senses Mm -hmm. but as of right now the best thing you can do for your kid is protect them from these things you know teach them how to deal with it properly because it's been it's been like psychologically proven that if you hear something first from somebody that is what you believe. And if you hear a second opinion, you don't believe them as much. So if you don't teach your kid about, you know, Mm. abortion and all these things and the world does, they're probably not going to take you as seriously. Also, why would they, they don't spend that much time with you. You know, there was strangers eight hours a day and they probably respect their teachers more than they respect you. So. (laughs) Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see like, what is the, the breaking point where, maybe just not Catholics, but like people that aren't religious are like, well, one of us, you know, the significant other is going to have to stay at home. Mm -hmm. Like that in itself is such a sacrifice. Right. Like I, it, it never used to be like that, obviously, you know, however many years ago, many, many years ago. Um, but it's just, it's totally worth the sacrifice, you know, it is, we have the five, what is it? The 500 year cycle it's called Mm -hmm. like, Good people make spoiled brats, spoiled brats right. make hard yeah. times, hard times right. make good people. And then it just keeps going. And Where are we I, on that? Where, how I close are like, you to the... I feel like we're on the the spoiled brats make hard times. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. 
Yeah, there's a lot of spoiler brats out there. <laughs> oh my gosh, it's it's actually ridiculous too. And I, I mean, I'm all for sheltering people to a certain extent, but I also think some bullying is kind of healthy. <laughs> you know, when it comes to just like figuring out, okay, this is socially acceptable and this is right. not. You know. Yes, definitely. Um, you know, that's how kids understand like what not to do with other kids is that they kind of get put put in their place in a way so yeah so there is some good bullying I guess you'd call it that but yeah I like sheltering I feel like being a filter uh is also helpful because you know obviously you're protecting them from all the the weird stuff that they don't need to know about right but they're also going to be walking down the street and seeing somebody a man wearing a dress and they're gonna have questions mm-hmm. so like you have to be the filter like telling them the, the truth but not giving them all the details but just you know letting yeah. them know you know what that is and, and why someone would do that and why we don't do that right um, as but opposed important... to like go ahead yeah go ahead no go i was gonna say but like thank god you're with your child when that happens because then you're yeah. able to explain it to them if they're with yeah. you by themselves or with friends their friends are like Oh, are you a bigot or something like that? You know, mm-hmm. at least you're the one yeah. that is able to right. say, tell them first. Yep, exactly. It's just so. ridiculous. But I think nowadays kids are really under attack. And, you know, Our Lady of Fatima told us that Satan would go after the family and she's been doing mm-hmm. a pretty good, you know, he's been doing a good, a good job since the sexual yeah. revolution and the toxic feminist movement. And I don't know where we're going to go from here, but it's like, I just feel for these poor kids that are sucked into something they didn't ask to be sucked into. It's a whole different field, playing field out there for, for kids these days. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, even growing up, like I knew stuff was bad. You know, I was two when nine 11 happened. I knew, I knew things were happening, right. But yeah, crazy. Right. And I'm 23 now. I feel old. I feel really old. I mean, I have gray hair now, so uh, that, that, that didn't hairs. get away. Can we look at this thing? This okay. So yeah, one thing I love about my beard is how unsymmetrical it is. Like nothing here, and then it's just like a gray streak right there. Oh my gosh! It looks like I just drank a, a bottle of milk and just didn't clean up after myself on just one side of my mouth. But it's yeah. sometimes fashionable to have like a streak of something in your hair, you know? <laughs> yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, okay, I'll I'll take that. Bring back we'll, we'll 2008 hairstyles, <laughs> the feathers and the hair and stuff. Oh my gosh. If I, uh, I'm, you know nice. what? I have a grudge against kids these days though, that they don't go through an awkward phase. Yeah. They literally skip the blue eyeshadow braces, weird eye color thing, you know, like they just, they skip all the bad haircuts, weird makeup, heavy eyeliner. They go straight to Instagram model. Like, overnight they have there's so many kids where i'm like you're literally eight you should not be wearing a choker ripped jeans and a crop top yeah what where are the parents like come on like, unless the parents make... are the ones that are like oh pose baby yeah you know? that's i that's I probably the case that's probably the case so sad, yeah though. yeah you know the there's like probably some mix between the two ends. Like there were awkward phases that, you know, pictures were taken and posted on Facebook and now they're mm-hmm. like available for everybody to see. So everybody in that general uh, age group, uh, probably millennials, I would assume, because we 
had some access to the internet back when we MySpace. were young. But not MySpace, uh, AOL chat rooms, uh, AIM. Yeah. Throwback. Times. Yeah. Oh so. my goodness. It's just been crazy. And I feel really bad for these kids. But mm-hmm. you know what? Now that we've kind of gotten over the hump that is COVID, hopefully there's mm-hmm. some normalcy coming back into their everyday lives. You know, I mean, hopefully yeah. they can go trick-or-treating again. They can start having Halloween parties, stuff like mm-hmm. that. But I just find it really interesting that, you know, now every single time Halloween kind of rolls around this time of year, people are always, always in my comments just being like, Halloween isn't Catholic. I don't see how Halloween and Catholicism goes hand in hand. And there are some kids like when I was teaching religious ed who were not allowed to celebrate Halloween at all. And I'm like, you guys are missing out on some great a um, indulgences and, you know, just spiritual fun, you know, feast days, you know, and I'm just sad that the world ruins things for us Catholics. Yeah. And like, we don't sell, we don't go trick or treating because we're afraid of some of the the kids that are going to be wearing some gruesome costumes. And then the next day you go to target and you see some things that you can never unsee. It's like the world is crazy enough as it is. At least this is make, make believe. And you can, you know, cover your kid's eyes or just not go out or just stay and do like a trunk or treat, you know? Oh, those are fun. Sometimes churches. Yeah. Yeah, Or organize one yourself, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I think kids really benefit from it. And it's better to tell them about the Catholic side of things and to tell them Mm. to be afraid of something because when then when they get older, I think they take more of an interest in it. And Mm. if you don't know the Catholic roots of something, they might get into some pretty demonic stuff. Oh yeah. Totally. Speaking from experience. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, well, thank you so much for coming on though. I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, Where can my listeners find you? Well, uh, Instagram is like my home base, so to speak, but I'm, I'm trying to diversify if you will. So I'm not having all my eggs in one basket. I'm on TikTok, but I literally just post and I never, I don't like, same. I just post oh, wait, and that, no, that's it. I, I step away. That's right. Cause I'm I got snake, permanently banned. Apparently. Anyway, sorry. I'm so, sorry. You yes. No, it's okay. Um, YouTube. Um, what else? That's pretty much the, the main three YouTube, Instagram, TikTok uh myspace okay um I'm and it's catholic mm, grassroots catholic right grassroot catholic yeah uh excommunicate stop me trying to lesson. add this s stop <laughs> trying to add the s s is not gonna happen <laughs> no is- i love it <laughs> exactly <laughs> well thank you so much i really appreciate yeah. it absolutely um, ambrose yeah yeah and uh hopefully have you back on the podcast sometime soon love it All right. Well, thank you so much again. Hopefully this was helpful for anyone who's Catholic and was hesitant about Halloween. And of course we got into like some awesome other, you know, conversations about school and homeschooling and all that fun stuff. So definitely tune in for um, next episode. But with all of that being said, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and I'll talk to you guys in the next one. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to A Catholic's Perspective with me, The Religious Hippie. Make sure to visit my official website at thereligioushippie.com, and while you're there, be sure to sign up for my newsletter to keep up to date with my latest news and offerings. You can also find me on virtually any social media site as The Religious Hippie. Thanks for listening! A quest is a search for something. And every week, the Quest podcast will show you how we know what we know 
through interviews with people that have incredible stories of dedication and perseverance. I'm your host, Todd Fisher. Join me in this thought-provoking and inspiring podcast of discovery. Find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Please be sure to rate and review this episode. This podcast is produced by Todd Fisher and Anthony Smith and is distributed by Metacortex Publishing. This podcast is copyright. Any previously trademarked or copyright content is used by permission. Information and opinions stated in this podcast should not be construed as medical advice. Please be sure and visit the official website for Metacortex Publishing at metacortexpublishing.com or find us on social media for other unique content.